What do you think about when you think of somebody who is struggling to gain control? Hmm? Do you think about somebody perhaps in a wayward vehicle? You know, just trying to steer that thing straight? Do you think of somebody who is addicted to drugs or addicted to alcohol? Yeah, all of those things are fine and fair examples. But I think the most common example is probably one that we are not conscious about. And that's the thing that I want to bring to your attention today. Um, it seems, or I'm, I'm sure it seems to a lot of people, like I, I, I like to get on this microphone and just tear people apart because, you know, what this particular group of people does doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And so I'll, I'll get on here and I'll, I'll say some things about them and, you know, I might even call them dumb, which is outside of what I prefer to do. I prefer to try to understand their behavior, but even I have my frustrations. The, the thing that I want to do more than anything um, with folks that we disagree with is to humanize them first because it does become, it becomes so easy to, do, to dehumanize people. You think about the things that Donald Trump has done. He's he's definitely dehumanizing people, and that and then that tends to make um, his followers not care when he say kills them, or puts them in special camps, or takes their children away from them, even after you see the photos, because you don't see them as human anymore. Back to gaining control. When you think of somebody trying to gain control. What does it look like? Okay, let me put another picture in your head of somebody trying to gain control. My assumption is that if you listen to this show, you have a fair degree of natural curiosity. Obviously, I do the show because I talk the ears off of everybody that I love when it comes to this stuff, if I'm not doing the show, and because I do the show, if all I'm doing is walking into a studio once a week and just getting it all out, at least I'm not dumping all of it on those that are around me. So if you're listening to the show, there's a pretty good chance that you're struggling to gain control. Now that's not me passing any degree of judgment on you. I think that we talk and we we share ideas so that we can understand things better because when we don't understand things, we feel we feel out of control. I do this show because I like to do it and because I need the out. But more and more, I need it because I'm having trouble gaining control. And I'm not the only one. Let me give you um, just one day's headlines. I'm not going to delve into these stories right now. I might delve into them a little bit later. But let me give you the headlines from one news outlet. Just one. All in one day. Okay? The rich won't let us quarantine. Okay? 
That's the top story. Okay? Corona is the virus. Capitalism is the pandemic. Another headline. Trump thinks that he has good German genes because he is a fascist. Another headline. Psychologist Robert Lifton. Trump attempts to falsify reality in the pattern that the way the Nazis did. Okay. Another headline. 200,000 Americans are dead from the coronavirus. Another headline. How QAnon is gaining control of America. When you wake up and you flip on the television news or you open a, a newspaper or you turn on your favorite news channel, it used to be a lot of things that you needed to know, but not, not like this, if that makes sense. And it almost seems like you have to read every story every day just to gain somewhat of an understanding of what's happening. And when there's that much and there's that many stories, it does a couple of things to us. Um, it makes it hard for us to think. It makes it hard for us to connect. It makes it hard for us to gain any degree of control. And we really do start to feel like we are, we are powerless. Like there's nothing that we can do. Obviously, the opposite is true, but you don't hold as much power as, say, the, petulant, the, the, the petulant toddler in the White House holds right now. And so that can definitely make you feel powerless. The other thing that it does is because there's so much news and so much of it is so bad. So many dead from the virus. The wildfires, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, the air is becoming unbreathable. The fact that the water is becoming undrinkable and that the conservative movement in America is helping that happen as if conservatives do not drink water or breathe air. I would love to turn it all off. I would love to pretend that none of it is happening but I can't help it I'm steeped in this stuff I'm wedded to this stuff but even with as much as I feel the need to take in this information process it and then disseminate it in a way that helps people understand I'm struggling terribly with it too over the over the last number of shows I've begun uh, mentioning at the end, and I likely will today too, just kind of depends on how the show goes since I'm covering it so much in the beginning. Um, I try to say, hey, I understand where your mental health is right now. I understand you miss your friends. I understand that you miss your family, concerts, going out to restaurants, karaoke if that's your thing in public, um, dancing. I'm in a band right now, and we've gotten together physically once. But of course, we started a band during a pandemic, so that's that's to be expected. 
uh, we've learned to to get together online and play together that way, and that's that's not without its challenges, but it's working. I I certainly prefer to have them here, but that that that, that, that none of that matters. I I know what you're what you're missing. I do not know you, and I do not know who you are. I do not know your name or your face or your background, but I know you have the same basic needs that I do. And this stuff sucks. And because Donald Trump is in charge, it's only getting worse. We're anticipating. So it took us six months to have 200,000 dead Americans, easily the highest in the world. 200,000 Americans, okay? Got that in six months. We're expected to have 400,000 dead by Christmas. So in another three months. The number of people that died in the first six months is expected to be the exact same number of people that dies in the latter three months. You go, well, hold on, what, what, what if what if Joe Biden becomes president? Joe Biden, if elected, y'all still got work to do. If elected, does not become president until January. And so straight away, he will come in to unemployment that's going to likely be over 10%. 400,000 dead Americans. you know, And, and of course... I mean, just just a completely broken nation. And when you think about that, that's why it's hard for us to gain control. That's why it's hard for us to get our bearings. And that's why we're suffering so much, so hard mentally. Okay, now let's turn to our conservative friends. I was reading a story in the New York Times. QAnon's not new. But the way it was laid out was that QAnon was a was a dying, fringy thing. Just, it, I mean, it came in, and it was going away because the I mean, the number of groups that were actively involved in it, it just wasn't enough to hold an audience. If if you if that makes sense. But then something happened. The coronavirus happened, and when the coronavirus happened, a lot of people got to stay home. Which means they spent a lot more time on the on their phones. They spent a lot more time in front of the news, including Fox News. And they began having all of these things fed to them. And you could say, well, it's a captive audience. It's indoctrination, right? Not really, because if you're if you're captive, like say you're you're stuck in a classroom or a boardroom or something like that, stuck as a member of an audience, Somebody starts feeding you lies. A little harder to walk away from that than it is in your own home. So it's not really, indo- but you, unless you look at it this way, but you're indoctrinating yourself. Everything about QAnon is BS. None of it's true. None of it makes any logical sense. Nobody with a brain in their head would believe it. See, there's that thing. That's Melvin not being very nice. Tisk tisk, Melvin. Don't talk about your fellow Americans like that. But even with that, it's got a gigantic following. And people who believe in the BS QAnon conspiracies are beginning to win local elections. There's a really solid chance that some of these folks might end up in their in the local or national Congress. You say, well, there it is, Melvin. There it is. 
They stayed home. They read about this stuff. And that's why they believe it. And they're just dumb. And they have to be stomped out. Throw them in the garbage, Melvin. Now, wait a minute. As you, who is somebody who is struggling for control, I sympathize with you. I, too, am struggling to gain control. And conspiracy theories are the most effective way to make somebody lose their way, if you follow me. When people can't understand the world around them, they start to tell themselves things. When they can't understand the stories that end up in their orbit, they start to make up new stories. I came from uh, deep poverty and an abusive home, but in my own mind, uh, someday I was going to be the greatest. I, had, I used to create these fantasy worlds all the time. Someday I was going to be rich. I'll tell you what, middle class is where it's at. I've never been rich. But from what I've seen, it seems like the middle class is where it's at. And I was this, and I was that, and I was going to be all these things, and so on and so forth. You know, when you can't, when you can't handle the world that you live in, you create a new world. And I think that's what a lot of these conservative folks have done. QAnon's not true, and it's not helping anybody. And as a matter of fact, it's doing the exact opposite of helping people. It is hurting them. It is ruining them. It is dehumanizing them, and it is making it possible for them to dehumanize other marginalized groups. Buying into a conspiracy theory is something that you do on your own, but it's not something that you do because you're stupid. It's something that you do out of necessity to try to gain control. Now, this isn't to say that we should... Start listening to these folks, following these folks, or even joining these QAnon groups. But what it is saying is that we're all human. And at the most basic level, we need to have our hierarchy of needs met. And when those needs are not met, we tend to fall apart as people, not just as Americans. But as humans, altogether, we start to fall apart. And then we start to make things up to make the world make sense around us. We start to make up fantasies. And if we were better about being adults, and here I go digging in and being mean again, if we were better about being adults, we would find a way to talk to one another. We would find a way to lean on one another. Um, there's a bunch of Nazis that live in my neighborhood. And I know they're Nazis. But when I see them, I wave at them, I say hello to them, and if the moment is right, I will learn their names and I will hold a conversation with them. <clears throat> if I drive by their house when it's dark, I will flip off their Trump flag, <laughs> which is not nice of me, I know. <sighs> I just don't like the Nazi stuff. But I'm still trying to treat them as human beings. One of the most effective ways 
um, that, that we could have helped one another during this pandemic is first of all, realizing that we're all in the same boat. I talk about it with some frequency here on the show and I, I try to get folks to understand, but you say, you know, I'm a liberal and you're a conservative and, and, and you know, you, 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 you couldn't warm up to me if you were cremated with me. There was an article I was reading um, that coincided with a really, really dark thing that I heard from one of my own family members this year. And the headline went like this. We can't quarantine because the rich don't want us to quarantine. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you realize it, but you have all the power. The reason that we disagree about masks, the reason that we disagree about how restaurants should conduct themselves, the reason that the two campaigns could not be more stark in the way that they're conducting themselves, uh, the Trump campaign is hoping, holding gigantic indoor and outdoor rallies. Uh, the Biden campaign is not. The Trump campaign is doing door-to-door campaigning. Um, the Biden campaign is not. There's a massive divide about the way that we should do things in America. And there shouldn't be. We should be listening to, to one group of folks and one group of folks only. We should only be listening to the scientists. And the reason why is because that's where our epidemiologists are. And those are the folks that are going to help us out of this. And if we just listen to this, if we had a president that, president that listened to the sciences, scientists, my God, think of the effing lives that could have been saved. But the reason it didn't play out that way is because rich people needed us to work. See, you and I have gotten screwed during the pandemic. We've lost our jobs. They've lowered our wages. They've demoted us. We got a single stimulus. The only country in the world to do that, that gave their people a stimulus. The only Look at any other country that gave their people a stimulus, and it was like a six-month or year-long stimulus, like a, a monthly check, so you don't have to worry, so you don't have to go out in public, so you don't have to go out there and get sick or make people sick. But we couldn't do that here in America. And the reason why, the, the Senate Republicans, the House Republicans say, hey, that creates dependency on the government, and we can't have that. A little bit of dependency is okay. You're not going to tell me that depend on the government. But see, they wanted us to keep working so that rich people could continue getting rich. So we all got screwed. You two as a conservative, me as a liberal, we got screwed because they needed us to keep working. And they needed us to keep working so that they could continue to make money. And it's worked out exactly that way. The amount of money that you and I have is dropping. I'm going to be through Jeff Bezos, Disney. I mean, just, just any, any number of uber wealthy people. They've gotten so much more rich during the pandemic. Italy was reluctant to even allow Amazon to operate within their country for a little while. Then the pandemic hit. And now Amazon has a strong foothold in Italy. The rich got super richer and you and I got screwed and told that we, we don't need no stankin' government. You as a conservative and me as a progressive. 
yeah, we don't agree on much, but we are getting screwed by the exact same people. And if we had the ability to have an adult conversation, then perhaps it wouldn't be this way. But unfortunately, because we can't see things for the way they are, this is the way they've played out. That statement that I was talking about from my own family member, my now estranged father who refuses to speak with me and has disowned me entirely because I wouldn't get on the effing Trump train. One of the last things that he said to me, and this is a quote, there's a swear, so it's not a direct quote. I'm only going to clean up the swear, but otherwise it's an exact quote from my own father. He said, I don't give an S about people. That's the S-H word. The S-H-I-T. Shh. <laughs> I don't give an S about people. I only care about the economy. His words. He's, he's doing okay. He's retired in his 50s because of his, because of his government job. Not something that would not have happened in the private sector. My dad is completely uneducated. But because of his good government job, he got to retire early. And even though he's not wealthy, he has no problem towing that line for wealthy people. He doesn't give an S about people. He only cares about the economy. And that's why we are that's why we disagree about masks. That's why we're that's why there's so many Karen's screaming at shopkeepers. That's why Florida, Florida has decided because of Governor Ron DeSantis, Florida has decided to go ahead and try out what I refer to as Trump's final solution. That was the thing that was it's another thing that was said to me by my father. He goes, we need herd immunity. Uh, my dad uh, doesn't have two brain cells to rub together. When he threw out the word herd immunity, I knew he heard it from somewhere because I'm pretty sure he doesn't even know what those two words mean, uh, either together or apart from one another. And so I go looking through conservative media and there it is. Herd immunity, herd immunity, herd immunity. And why was herd immunity pushed? Because they needed us to keep working. We don't even realize the power that we have. Think about that. We said, nope, we're sick. And we're not working until we get proper workplace protections. And they go, but that's socialism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so are tax breaks for the rich. We're not going back. And you know what? We hold all of the power. But through the media, through social media, television media, written media, they convinced us that we needed them more than they needed us. And then they convinced us to go back to work and get sick. And in Florida, they've decided to try out the final solution. See, what we know from herd immunity is that if we just throw open the economy, and this is without air travel, without letting people back in with respect to air travel um, or letting people out. This would be just, just the pandemic in America. If we decide that we want herd immunity, it's going to get at least 100 million people sick. At least. Um, half of those people would be not dead, but irreparably damaged. 
Um, these are uh, some of these are the long haulers. Uh, some of these are the people that have completely gotten over COVID, but it um, destroyed their heart, or it destroyed their lungs, um, or it destroyed their bowels, or or whatever. Because COVID just attacks your whole body, or it destroyed their muscles, or destroyed their circulatory system. They're not dead, but they kind of wish they were. And then, of course, there's the number of about seven million people that would just die. Trump says herd immunity. Throw everything open and let's just get ourselves some good old herd immunity. And it would work, but it would irreparably destroy about one-sixth of the population. These people would never be healthy again and they would never be able to get health insurance because the Trump administration is in the Supreme Court right now fighting to kill protections for pre-existing conditions. So there's easily 50 million people that are completely uninsurable right there. And let's mention the dead people. 7 million dead people. He thinks he's better than Hitler. See, Trump's been pushing this whole thing about how he's got good German, good German genes because he's a fascist. He's got them good German genes. Hitler killed 6 million people. Trump's determined to beat that record and kill 7 million. So herd immunity hasn't played out here in America because the president has been advised against it. If he gets reelected, herd immunity will be what he's going with. He ain't going with this vaccine or, or any of this, or this social distancing or masks or any of this stuff. He is going to go with the herd immunity thing. And he will kill millions and destroy tens of millions of humans' bodies. Ron DeSantis has decided to not wait until after the election. He's doing it right now. The state of Florida said... There are no more COVID restrictions in restaurants anywhere, anymore in Florida. Boom, over, done. What are we at? 205, 206, 207,000 dead Americans right now? <laughs> I don't know how long DeSantis gets to be governor, but depending on how long this plays out, we might see a million dead people from just Florida alone. That's a deeply populous state with an absolutely elevated age level. And I've heard Donald Trump himself say it. Hey, most of the people that are dying from this are old, as if old means disposable. So DeSantis believes, throw everything open, let people get the COVID, let the herd immunity happen, and then after that... Once, that, once it's run through everybody, you deal with the sick, the permanently sick. You deal with the dead, also permanent. And then the entire state of Florida is clean. Ta-da! That might work. The thing that stops it from working is the fact that people from Florida do not just stay in Florida. <laughs> they tend to fan out throughout the country. And people also like to go into Florida. But because they don't live there, they have to leave Florida. And when they do, they just take all that good old COVID back home. And Ron DeSantis said, and I quote, the Super Bowl is supposed to be held in Florida this year, and it's gonna be held. Hear that? The, pro the pro-life party is talking about all that matters is money. God damn it, there is money to be made. And I don't give enough how many of you people die. 
There's money to be made. So according to psychologist Robert J. Lifton, Trump is playing directly from the book of the Nazis by doing this whole thing where he says, uh, truth is not truth and only the things that he says are truth. And the Russian trolls online that are uh, playing out the theft of an election um, are quoting the president directly with the posts that they create. And that's the thing that they believe will help Russia, excuse me, Trump <laughs> win the election. Trump isn't your president. Putin is. Putin has gotten everything that he wants from this guy. While on the subject of ignoring scientists, apparently there is a brain-eating amoeba that has made its way into the water in Texas. Um, which is terrible. <laughs> but if you want less regulations, you know, maybe your baby doesn't speak four languages. Maybe your stuff doesn't show up from the moving company and you just get extorted for $20,000. And then, of course, maybe a brain-eating amoeba ends up in your water supply. I'm not worried too much about the brain-eating amoeba, not just because I don't live in Texas, um, but because I feel like the brain-eating amoeba might die out pretty quick because there's not going to be a lot for it to dine on. See? There I go. Being a prick again. All jokes aside, I do want to say, and I know this is going to fall upon deaf ears, but I just want this to be on record. That um, this is who I was. This is the th this is the kind of thing I said. People maybe find a hard drive buried in the mud in a in a hundred years, and they go, "What the hell is on this?" And then they find me talking about the history of this time. I just want them to know that it wasn't all bad. That it wasn't all divided. We didn't all hate each other. We didn't all want to spit in each other's faces and that we weren't all cruel. There were some of us that saw the problem. Those of us that also saw an acceptable human solution. But it's too hard. <laughs> it's too hard to get everybody working together when you can't even get them to care about each other at the most basic level. So yes, our conservative friends seem nuts. But I think they act the way they act, not because they're evil or stupid, um, but because they are conservative, conspiracy theories are the way that they try to gain control. We lean on one another, and I suppose so do they, but then they lean into conspiracy theories while we lean more into humanity. And that's just where things fall on the political spectrum. I don't want to dismiss them outright because I know the power of numbers. But I'm not saying that you should go join these groups of dum-dums either. There I go again. Not being nice. Sorry, I often speak without a filter. <laughs> One of the ways we've coped during this time is we have a very small bubble. 
Um, we're not completely locked into the house. We know some folks that are, and we're only able to talk to them over the telephone or over the internet. Um, but other than that, we've got a really tight circle of friends that we only see them. And then they only see us. And yeah, sometimes they see other folks too. But And of course, I'm getting tested about every two weeks right now. And all of my tests have been negative up to this point. So I'm doing what I can to, to show people so that I can see some people. I mean, we have we have found a way to help our, our mental health and our need for, for other humans and our need for camaraderie and our need for friendship and love. Like, we have found a way. Um... I'll tell you what is likely not the way, social media. That stuff is poisoning you and everybody that you love. Reach out to people. Don't make a lot of assumptions when you meet somebody, even if they're not like you. Talk to them. And yeah, if they disagree with you, they might end up screaming at you or, or throwing stuff at your head. And that's not nice, but you know, it's, it's always better to respond with kindness and love. Everybody's fighting a war. Everybody's head is screwed up right now. And hopefully, hopefully with the elections this year, um, we can take back... A, Joe Biden ain't going to change everything. But it'll give us a little bit of control back because at least facts and science and humanity will be back in the driver's seat. But don't kid yourself. The virus that is Donald Trump. And of course, the Trump virus which has thrived because the president has allowed it to, those things are going to be with us for some time. But um, we can beat them. We've beat the Nazis before, and we can beat the Nazis again. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think I introduced myself at the beginning of the show. My name is Melvin. I want to thank you for being here on the fire you can't put out. Our official home is tfycpo.podbean.com. You can email us at tfycpo at gmail.com. We work hard not only to entertain, but also to inform you, our listeners. I want to thank you for being here. We are the fire you can't put out, and we will prevail, rejecting austerity in favor of prosperity. Special thanks to Kevin for producing, and thank you for listening. Mind your mental health. Talk to your friends. Talk to your loved ones, even if it's only on a computer screen. Don't lose yourself during this time. These days are dark, but they don't, they don't last forever. It can't rain all the time. This is Melvin signing off. And now that I've woke you up, good morning.